0: Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520.
1: All right, welcome to Think Again, our topical discussion program sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty now in our 55th year. Each week we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now Today's program is, is live, so you can call in, you can join our discussion. Hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803 1520. And of course, what we have in front of us this week, uh, with all of the issues that we normally talk about uh, during the course of this space, is something that we never thought we would have to be talking about, which, which is a uh, hostile attempt at an, a hostile takeover uh, of the Capitol building of the United States with the objective of trying to overthrow the November 3rd election that had taken place, presidential election that had taken place, and to install a government uh, led by Donald Trump by the will of uh, these mobsters, the, the, these mobs, as opposed to the will of the people reflected in their vote uh, that was taken on uh, November 3rd uh, that resulted in uh, Joe Biden winning the race against Donald Trump by more than 7 million votes. But the core thought that I want to begin with today is the thought of the word complicity. There are at least 18 law enforcement agencies that are, re- this is just off of Wikipedia, uh, 18 law enforcement agencies that are resident in Washington, D.C. that should have been accessible to defend the Capitol building and prevent the mob takeover of the complex that took place. And the question that I have to ask is, where were they? How is it possible that there are demonstrations that go on in in Washington, D.C., in the Capitol area almost every single day, some that are five or six hundred people demonstrations, many that are five or six or, or ten thousand person demonstrations, sometimes, 200000 person demonstrations. They go on every single day on the White House, on the the Washington Mall, uh, and on the, uh, uh, the the grounds around the rotunda of the Capitol building. They go on every single day, and no one breaks into the Capitol building. No one gets into the interior of the Capitol. No one gets across the lawn around the Capitol uh, to. Uh, engage in misconduct, as we saw took place uh, on Wednesday, uh, January 6th uh, uh, of this year. How is it possible that that could have occurred and no one appeared to have been prepared? Not only were people not prepared, it appeared that many of the law enforcement officers, members of the Capitol Police uh, uh, Force, it appeared that they either were I don't know what the right way to, to say this. They, they, they either were okay with what was going on, literally taking selfies with the, uh, 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 the, the, the insurrectionists, uh, or they were actually a part of the uh, uh, takeover itself, that they, they opened uh, uh, barriers. They, they walked people into, I mean, there, there's video of them walking people, police. Walking people into the Capitol building. People walking by the police, touching the police, the police not res- resisting these people at all. I went to an article written by Mitch Prothero. It was entitled, Some Among America's Military Allies Believe Trump Deliberately Attempted a Coup and May Have Had Help from Federal Law Enforcement Agencies. That was the core that got my attention. This was actually published. Uh, January 7th in Business Insider, multiple uh, European officials told Business Insider that uh, President Donald Trump appeared to have at least the tacit support among uh, U.S. federal agencies responsible for securing the Capitol complex in Wednesday's coup attempt. Even if they are mistaken, some among America's international military allies are now willing to give credence to the idea that Trump deliberately tried to violently overturn an election and and had help from some federal law enforcement agents. Uh, It's obvious that large parts of any successful uh, plan, if there was a plan for how to protect uh, the Capitol building, knowing that demonstrations were going to be taking place, that if there was a plan, large parts of that plan were, were, were ignored. Supporters of Donald Trump were attempting a violent coup. There's no question about that. Uh, they appear to have had at least tacit support from, as- so from some aspects of the U.S. federal uh, uh, police agencies. A French official responsible for security in a key section of, of Paris, and the reason why I took uh, note of this person's uh, comments is because Paris is to France what Washington, D.C. is to the United States. You have all of these historic buildings, and they have to be protected uh, from the possibility of people wanting to engage in misconduct, terrorism, and so on. And so they trained together. Uh, there were two uh, intelligence officials that were in this article. Uh, they said the circumstantial evidence available pointed to what would be openly called a coup attempt if it had happened in any other nation. He, he said that today he's briefing his government that they believed that with a reasonable level of of certainty that Donald Trump attempted a coup. Uh, The the defeated president uh, gives a speech uh, that you all heard uh, from down the street on Pennsylvania Avenue uh, to a group of, uh, of, of Donald Trump supporters where he tells them that he was robbed of the election. He denounces his own administration's members and party as traitors. He denounced the vice president. And members of the Republican Party who didn't commit to help him uh, overthrow the uh, election, the November 3rd election, he called those people traitors. He called them traitors. His own administration uh, uh, members and party members, he called them traitors and tells his supporters to storm the building where the voting uh, was being held. You don't need to believe this, you can hear it on tape, you can see it on video. Many were dressed in, these supporters, or whatever they call them, were dressed in military attire and waving revolutionary style flags. They stormed the building where the federal law enforcement agencies, uh, uh, controlled by the current president, did not establish a security cordon, and the protesters quickly overwhelmed the last line. So I know that we got to get to our, our, our callers, but I want to get us started on this. Subject. There's many more things we'll talk about and whatever you want to talk about we'll get into. But let me get our first caller, Matt, Don Who? in Lockport. Let me get Don. How you doing out there? John rather in Lockport.
2: How you doing out there? Hi Nathan, how you doing? Doing good um, yeah, I uh, last week I, I had mentioned uh the, with the term treason and Tony said something about um that he uh, you was know, you, definition of treason, and he got real that I, with you about treason. treason. Yeah. Now, now, uh, and when uh, I used it, I said Nixon used uh, uh, in the election of 1968. Nixon, a private citizen, went to backdoor meetings with the Viet Cong to tell them not to make a settlement with uh, the uh, LBJ's government. Right. And uh, you know, and, and actually, there was a, a voicemail. On, uh, a voice uh, online that you can get just going, and it's actually LBJ talking to Everett Dirksen, and he's oh. talking about the backdoor meeting that Nixon uh, representatives had with the Viet Cong, and he says right out to Everett Dirksen, he says, Everett, this is treason. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know, I, I I guess you can split hairs and, and call something treason or not treason, but, um, I think I think uh, Trump is is guilty of treason in many many different respects. But we usually treason uh, involved. Anyway, the other thing I wanted to say was, uh, actually, Trump did come through with something that he has been saying all along. He he did make America great again. We now have a Democratic House, a Democratic Senate, and a Democratic President, and we haven't had that. And uh, you know, I think twice in forty years uh, we've had that. Going back to at uh, he did he did a lot for the, for the
3: Democrats.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, treason generally involves uh, an American engaging in a conspiracy with another country that was adversarial to the United States' interests. That's that's what treason generally involves. But you right. know, that's, again,
2: it's dancing on the head of a You can online, you can listen to it, you can hear it yourself.
1: Right, with, right. But uh, LBJ that's talking, that's talking to
2: head. Everett Dirksen, the, the, and he uses the word treason
1: right. with right. Nixon. Before, so I just before, wanted before, to clarify that. The issue is whether that's perfectly technically treason or whether that's sedition. Uh, sedition is, is really the more domestic uh, version where you're trying to undermine the country, but you're yeah. engaging. in yeah with another country to undermine right. our country. You're just doing it internally. Uh, That—that's sedition. You know that—that that doesn't matter what, to me whether it's tre- a treason or or sedition. At right, right, this, yeah. It
2: doesn't. I mean, it's putting hairs there a little bit. It's, right, but, exactly. Yeah, it's—it's uh, it's not good either way. It's not good. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, like, that's a good way to get us started. Thanks, man. We good? Okay. Right. Let me get Jim in Lockport on. Jim, how are you doing out there?
4: Hey, how's it going, Nathan?
1: Doing okay. I'm glad you were not in Washington, D.C. I saw a, a, a couple of busloads of people from the Buffalo area that went to Washington. I'm not sure that they thought that they were going to be involved in what it, that, that situation turned into being.
4: Well, we have to we have to start uh, the healing process, and and Lincoln said with malice toward non-charity. All. So Tony and John can uh, mend the fences and uh, get on with their life. But I want to talk about uh, presidential pardons. Yeah. And uh, I think I think we have to uh, look at what Trump's done and limit the number of pardons that a president actually has during their administration and uh, not be able to pardon Tom, Dick, and Harry and everybody else, but like the NFL coaches, they have one or two challenges during the game. It, it's got to come down to that. Do you agree with me?
1: I think that is a really good idea that needs to be talked about. Instead of having – I mean, I know there, there's the issue about who you pardon, but if you have an unlimited par- a, a, a pardoning ability, you could pardon – 500 people at a time, and so on, and and undermine our democracy uh, uh, by doing that. And so, if you could limit this to maybe you only get to do eight, you know, or 12 pardons, uh, you know, in a um, a year or or some number over the course of a, a four-year term, uh, maybe that would be uh, a way to restrict the pardoning power enough that uh, it couldn't be used. Uh, as a, 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 a sort of a, a bailout, you know, for people that engage in conspiratorial behavior towards the United States. I think that's a really good idea.
4: Yeah, that, that's my uh, that's my spiel for today, and uh, I'm going to end uh No more lies, just goodbye. Uh, have a great day, Nathan.
1: All right, thanks, Jim. I appreciate those comments. Who do we have? Oh Tony, there we go. Hey Tony, how you doing out there?
3: Hello, Nate. But
1: there how, you are are. You, how are you feeling? I'm feeling really much better, other than having a uh, an aching knee. You know, you know, when you get older, you get parts that just, you know, when you get
3: yeah, I, I, yeah, I know,
2: osteoarthritis.
3: Right, First of all, let's look at let's look at this whole situation. When you, when there is a wild animal. When well, that animal is cornered, that animal becomes most dangerous. Most dangerous, that's right. And, that's, and that was President Trump, the most dangerous cornered animal. Now, first of all, there are 2,300 uh, guards that uh, that are Capitol Police people. Right. There were not anywhere near 2,300 guards, police people. From the Capitol Police Department at the at the Capitol on Wednesday.
1: You're right, Tony. I doubt if I saw a, a, a hundred, and and some of the police I saw actually helping people go into the Capitol uh, rotunda, the, the the rotunda section of the Capitol itself. We actually saw them going up the stairs with the police ahead of them. There was one fellow that had his arms raised up as if you know he was. Um, you know, demonstrating that he was unarmed. But this did not look like people resisting this violent takeover of the Capitol building. This looked like people being complicit in in making that that happen.
3: That's that's true. That's true. But here's something that you should also take into consideration. The mayor of Washington, three days before the 6th, on Wednesday the 6th, Asked for the National Guard to be put out on the street. That's right. That that, that had to be approved by, who had, who had to approve it? Donald J. Trump. Exactly. So there was, they right off the bat. They, these people were outnumbered. And I would also ask to you, uh, anyone out there, what would you have done if you had to fire upon these citizens with a weapon, which one did? What would you have done? What, what could you have done, if they were done? They have thousands and you have a hundred. But, you
1: know, Tony, you make another really great point, which we've seen happen in other countries, that it's very difficult for you being the police force in your own country you to to. to to raise your gun and fire on other citizens of your own country, it's really hard to get officers uh, to, to, to 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 do that. And so that's right. That's part of what needs to be understood in terms of the reaction
3: least, to what went on. Right. I want to. I want to also. I want to point out that Biden's selection of Merrick Garland as Attorney General was an excellent pick. I do in too. fact, all of his picks were excellent. Yep. Let's see if they can get, will be, uh will be confirmed by the Senate. Well, now they, that, they, now the that it's 50-50. Now because they won the two races in Georgia
1: with uh, Reverend right. Warnock and uh, John Ossoff. So that means you have a 50-50 split of Democrats and Republicans with Kamala uh, Harris able to cast a tie-breaking vote. So Mitch McConnell's not going to be able to block the uh, confirmation as easily as he has done uh, in the past. Now, it doesn't mean that the Democrats can be counted on to hang together on every decision. I think you're going to find on at least a third of whatever uh, decisions that are being put before the Senate that the Democrats themselves are are not going to uh, hang together on that. You're going to have blue dog Democrats and all of that. But at least you'll be able to get a debate. Uh, uh, on legislation and debates on confirmations and then get them before a vote uh, of the Senate, so there'd be an opportunity for those confer- confirmations to take place. Yep. Go, go Bills! Go Bills! There you go. Thanks. Hey, thanks, Tony. You have a great day. Great. All right, so let's take our first break. Hopefully we haven't run you all away. We will see you inside of the break here at Think Again think again
5: would you like to increase your home's value do you want to lower your energy bills are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project the cao home improvement resource program can help just come to one of their monthly hirp orientation sessions every first and third wednesday of the month at two convenient locations hirp staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed and they'll even help you with completing your application now you won't know what you qualify for until you call 332 3773. That's 332 3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332 3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County.
6: Every day, this is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio, 50,000-watt ESPN 1520. Throw your head back and Come on now, the bills are making
7: it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. article
7: uh, in Business
1: Insider uh, magazine, uh, the French official that uh, was quoted uh, talks about, in fact, he, he was a person who trains with uh, U.S. forces. Uh, he believes that someone interfered with the proper deployment of officers around Congress, building on the point that Tony was making. Uh, this official said that they believed that a, an investigation would find that someone interfered with the deployment of additional federal law enforcement officials on the perimeter of the Capitol complex. The security of Congress is entrusted to the U.S. Capitol Police, uh, a federal agency that answers to Congress, not to the mayor of Washington, D.C. That's one of the misconceptions that needed to be uh, uh, straightened out. Uh, People thought that it was the responsibility of the mayor uh, of Washington, D.C. to uh, to commandeer the Capitol Police Force, but they're not actually a Washington, D.C. agency. They're a federal agency that answers to Congress. It is routine. And so it was the President of the United States who was actually the, uh, the, the, the last line of, of leadership, the, the, uh, the final say about what gets done, uh, how those uh, U.S. Capitol Police are deployed. And clearly, the President of the United States did not uh, co sign uh, the deployment of those uh, Capitol Police to support the Metropolitan Police uh, of the uh, Washington, D.C. Police Force. It's routine that the Capitol Police uh, coordinate with the Federal Secret Service and the Park Police and local police in Washington, D.C., before large uh, demonstrations. That's what normally would occur. Uh, And they would normally have the National Guard on standby. However, that coordination was either late or it never took place, was never made possible at all. It seems obvious that large parts of any successful plan for securing the Capitol were just ignored. You can't tell me, this is, again, this official uh, from the police force in Paris, he says, you cannot tell me, uh, he he, he says, you cannot tell me I don't know uh, what they should have done. He says, I can fly to Washington, D.C. tomorrow and do that job, just as any police official in Washington can fly to Paris and do his job. He said the police, he said the official directs public security in a central Paris police district filled with government buildings and tourist sites. In other words, he had the same job uh, to to be done under the same kinds of circumstances that a police chief or uh, a a coordinator or supervisor of police would have uh, in Washington, D.C. And I think that we have to take uh, this fellow's comments uh, 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 to heart. Okay, so let let me grab Paul. Uh, and see how, what his thoughts are, Paul. How are you doing out there?
7: Uh, well, I'm doing doing better now. I actually, I actually tested positive last week because my daughter got it, but uh-huh. I fortunately am feeling good and have just had cold symptoms. So, you know, well, I'm it, happy. Could have been a lot worse.
1: I'm happy for you because I went through a real bad bout with this thing, and uh, as I've been trying to tell people who, who will listen. You know, this is nothing to keep uh, joking about or playing about. This is not a hoax. If you are you, if you are one of the ones who get sick, it's not going to be a good day for you. And I'm glad that you were able to escape the worst uh, consequences of this thing.
7: Yeah, my daughter did as well. But but you know, this whole thing that happened was one huge super spreader too. You know?
1: Right. Exactly. And, and, and of course, we're not going to know for a couple a couple of weeks maybe a week and a half or so, uh, uh, what the COVID-19 consequences are going to be uh, uh, for people that expose themselves to each other during the course of this mob demonstration, this insurrection uh, that took place in, in, in the Capitol.
7: Because these same people won't take the vaccines either.
1: Right. It's the, the, you're, you're right. The very same people that are so-called vaccine hesitant are the same people that thought that the virus was a hoax uh, they're the same people that believe that we should be able to walk around with machine guns, you know, and confront the police, you know, and so on. It's the same a p- 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 uh, uh, of people with the same kind of uh, right, the same kind of agenda, and, and uh, uh, this is what you know, we've got to deal with, you know, as a country. Uh, and but,
7: here's something here, uh, here's something else that a lot of people haven't thought of. You have the whole succession to the presidency all in one place. Yep. Yep.
1: In fact, I, I saw a clip from, uh, uh, I think his name is Jim Clyburn, the, the number three person in the uh, uh, House of Representatives. He would be re- re- referred to as the minority whip. Uh, I, I saw a clip from him where he says that his office that has his name and his title on the door is in a section of the Capitol building right off of what they call statuary uh, hall. But he never uses that office. He said he has an office on the third floor of the Capitol building that he actually uses, and very few people know where that office is. Yet these demonstrators went right to that office. They didn't even bother to go to his office that has his name on the door, that has his title on the door. They didn't even bother that office. They found their way to the third floor and found his sort of, you know, covert office, they found it and they ransacked uh, his office there. So it it really suggests that there were uh, people that were in uh, policing and uh, building supervision and maybe even stronger positions uh, that uh, cooperated with or were complicit uh, with this demonstration or this, this insurrection that took place on Wednesday.
7: Well, the only good thing about this is these people were so stupid that they, you know, they put all this stuff on, uh, on you know, media and it's social media, media and everything. And so they're all going to get caught. Well, you know, the
1: guy that had his feet up on the desk of uh, uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, and uh, had his little cell phone in his hand and something else in his other hand, you know, his feet up on the desk. Smirking and feeling real good about himself, well, they have identified this fellow, and he's been he's been arrested, and he's going to be facing some serious consequences for his behavior.
7: Yeah, there was a West Virginia state um, state senator or something that was yeah, also a senator from West
1: Virginia, and he was bragging himself. He's taking photo uh, uh, selfies of, of, of his participation in this thing. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to lose his job. As a uh, state, st- <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, the state senator in the state of Virginia.
7: Yep. Well, thanks a lot, Nathan.
1: All right, Paul. You have a good day. So, the National Guard, which is oh, we have Ron. Oh, let me get Ron on real quick. Ron, how are you doing out there? Not bad. How you feeling? I'm I'm feeling much
0: better, Ron. Thanks for asking. Well, I'm. I'm
1: so much better.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, conspicuous by their absence for the past eight weeks have been John and Rochester and uh, uh, Rambo Jim. And Rambo Jim. Uh, but I hope John and Rochester is right. Because at 8:22 a.m. this morning on the game day, he was really psyched, and he thinks the Bills will beat Indianapolis by 21 points. <laughs> I hope he's right. Well, I, I hope
1: he's right as well. You know, we
0: could be anyway. We, we could, could be find a, that common ground. Anyway, we 'll be on the right I, side of our support for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Anyway, but this this thing uh, right away, you were suspicious that. There had inside help because they knew, as you just mentioned, you touched upon it already with Paul, uh, they knew where these people were. and they, You know, most people who, if you know, I'm assuming that these guys never were at the Capitol or not not inside where, you know, uh, they could run amok. So uh, uh, they, they knew, though, somehow they knew within minutes how to get to the main offices of these people. If I was to go there, I'd, if I wanted to just... Talk to or just see where they were. I'd have to ask. Where is uh, Speaker Pelosi's office? Where I, is the uh, McConnell's to office? They here. were in there. They either. were in there within minutes, yep. you know, causing from mayhem, ransacking it, looking at documents, all this other stuff. Uh, so uh, they had to have some kind of significant inside help from somebody. I absolutely agree that that had to be the
1: case. I mean, I've spent a lot of time walking around uh, the Capitol building and. Uh, the offices that uh, Jim Clyburn said that he operates from, I've never seen those offices. I mean, I, I, I've toured, I've, I've been there with you know in, in, in meetings in, in different halls uh, within the building. Uh, but if somebody didn't take me to one of those the, those offices, I wouldn't have known how to go, how to get there. So clearly, they had uh, uh, information that you would
0: not expect the public to have. Yeah, and uh, one other thing here: the, the counterattack has already begun from their right-wing media, and they keep saying, "Oh, how can well, this is no big deal? You had uh, 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 Black Lives Matter and these anti-fascist and all this type of thing, and the anti-war pr- uh, protests in the Vietnam War period." There's one big thing that they are neglecting: none of those groups, whether you agree with them or not, were ever. Uh, led by a sitting high official and nothing close to a president. With this situation, you had a president, and I I listened to his speech that he made there very, very carefully several times. He probably couldn't, I'm sure they could make a case that it wasn't really sedition. Uh, because he never said, go down there and blow up the building or right. kill people hostage. However, no numerous times in all of these previous times where there were demonstrations that turned violent, they got people for felony inciting to riot, and that carries a minimum five-year uh, jail sentence if they push it. And I think certainly he was guilty of that, uh, even if you can nuance the fact in court in a trial that he didn't actually tell people to, oh, you know, commit murder or anything. Well, you know, the
1: hardest thing for you to prove is intent, and, uh, you know, that that's where Donald Trump is very crafty, you know, at saying that they always call it the mobster speak, you know, where they, they talk in double entendres, you know, you don't quite yep. understand you know, unless you're, you're in the know, you don't know what they really meant by what they said. Uh, Donald Trump talks that way, and so he can probably get away with, you know, not being held to account uh, on the intent issue, but him telling these people, you know, after he, he geeks them up, says they stole the election from us, uh, you know, we've been robbed, you know, et cetera, et cetera, uh, uh, let's go, you know, I want you all to march to the, to the Capitol building, and I'll meet you there, which of course he lied, he didn't yep. meet them there, and uh, r- 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 ran these people down to the Capitol building, and then they were welcomed at the Capitol building, people, the police just just literally welcomed them there and, and, and allow them to, 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 to crawl up onto the balconies. I, I just couldn't believe this. They were breaking windows, breaking into people's offices and so on. Uh, I, re- I was a radical person, especially in the, the mid-late 60s and the early 70s, and uh, went to demonstrations in Washington, D.C., but the idea of tearing the place up never crossed anybody's mind. And these are people that weren't fighting for political issues. These are people that were fighting for the right to be citizens, for the right to be respected as citizens. They weren't trying to take anything from anybody. They were just trying to help things stop being taken from them. And that never occurred. So what Donald Trump did, I I don't know how this is going to work out legally, but uh, I, I think the idea of high crimes and misdemeanors, if they're not held to the same standard, as a uh, a statutory uh, uh, crime against the penal code, but against a more general uh, standard of high crimes and misdemeanors, Donald Trump should be uh, 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 convicted of that, or whatever the right word is, and he should not be allowed to stay in
0: office any longer than maybe this afternoon at 1. Well, all I know is that, um, uh, that they were able to get convictions, eventually were overturned for legal reasons, but uh, for n- so, something roughly equivalent the Chicago 8 and yeah. uh, some of the people in the Vietnam War protests for just inciting to riot. And that, they, they those, those, some of those, that were, they were trying to heap uh, multiple charges and get them like 40 or 50 years, but the minimum of five years in jail for that, yeah. for uh, inciting to riot, you, you, even if you don't say specifically what type of violence? But if you tell people, if you get people psyched up and ready to, to storm the building, that that they've they've gotten convictions before on stuff Remember, like that. Remember,
1: Ron, this is not like the Chicago Eight, where you had several hundred people get arrested, you know, and all of that. That was a really big bad thing. But we had five people die. Right. One person was shot by the police trying right. to keep people from breaking into, you know, a, a internal section of the right. Capitol building. You had three or four, you had three uh, protesters who got so geeked up, you know, from their participation that, you know, the the high blood pressure type people and so on that that had heart attacks or some other kind of problem and died from that consequence. And then you had a police officer who's in shape trying to resist these people, and as a consequence of him trying to, to resist people who were trying to push him over, shove him, you know, out of the way and so on. He ends up, you know, getting sick, and he died as a consequence of his injuries uh, 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 that, that, that occurred during the course of this. So this this takes the thing to a, a higher level. Now we're not. Oh, just, yeah, it is. Uh,
0: but my uh, point is, issue. my point is, they got people. They convicted people there for the Chicago 8 for inciting felony, inciting to riot. Yep.
4: Uh, and if,
0: my, my big fear is that Biden will get in there and, oh, we're not, just like Nancy Pelosi after Bush lied us into the, the second Iraq war, we're, we're not going to, we're going to look forward, we're not going to look backward, we're not going to do a big investigation. They really got to do, if you want to stop this stuff and really kind of make these, put these right really far right extreme people on the defensive, you've got to have a a massive investigation and find out what exactly happened here and who's responsible for doing each of these specific things. If they don't do that, it's going to happen again. I think you are so right, Ron, and especially with our
1: president. If, if you don't hold him to account and anybody else, even the Hawleys, you know, and I um, uh, forget the names of all of these other uh, uh, congress, uh, congresspeople or senators, you know, that that really supported this uh, show of force by the people uh, uh, in taking over the Capitol building. If you don't hold these people to account this time, then how do you hold them to account the next time? So I know we've got to take a quick break, but I, Ron, I really appreciate your, your comments, and hopefully people in the audience will have something to say about this. So Let's take our second break. Uh, we'll get back into our subject. We'll see, we'll see this on the break here at Living now- or Excuse me, think again think
5: again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332 three seven seven three that's three three two three seven seven three learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home call three three two three seven seven three for more info it's the home improvement resource program restoring value to neighborhoods across erie county one house at a time brought to you by the community action organization of erie county
7: Welcome to AutoZone. Uh, dealing with battery problems? We can help you out and get you ready for the colder weather ahead. Let's start with a free battery test. If you just need a free charge, we can help with that too. And if it's time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that fit your needs. Starting at just 79 dollars That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Claim based on data from the NPD Group
5: 2019. Get in the zone, AutoZone. You decided to upgrade your outdoor deck. So you order the essentials, a power washer, a set of patio chairs, and a shiny new grill. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member, which you put towards your most essential deck addition, a bird feeder. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
6: All day. Every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio.
5: 50,000
6: watt ESPN 1520. Throw your head back and Come on now. The bills are making it
7: happen now. Stand up now. Come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say you will. Shout it right now,
1: baby. Say i agree that we want to see the Buffalo Bills win their first-round playoff game for I don't know how long, 25 or 30 years. Looking forward, but listen, before we get too far off on that, let's get Joe on and get his thoughts. Joe, how are you doing out there in Niagara Falls? Doing just great. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Uh, you know, light always, you know, they always get caught, and that's what's happening here. But mm-hmm. you know, if I am using the, the three, the three rats. Cruz, Mitch, uh, O'Connell, and uh, Lindsey Graham are all now siding uh, on the justice side that this was. they're all condemning. Right. Uh, but did you see during all this attacking on the Capitol that the president misdialed Senator Mike Lee in Utah? He did what? Did you hear about he did that? I'm hey sorry, I say it again. He did what with, with uh, uh, Utah? He, he misdialed oh. Senator Mike Lee. Did you see that story? No, I didn't see that. What, what was that okay. about? This was on CNN yesterday on their website. Uh-huh. Senator Mike Lee was just got done praying with other colleagues. His phone rang, and it said the White House. And he thought it was his uh, national security advisor, Robert O'Brien, because he been playing phone tag.
5: Uh-huh. It was the
1: president. <clears throat> so he said, "The president, Tommy, how's it going? This is the president." And he goes, "This isn't time. This is this is Senator er, Senator Lee. He was trying to get a hold of Senator Tommy uh, Turberville. Turperville,
3: right,
1: Alabama. He was yeah. trying to convince him during this turmoil to change to hold up the voting process. Yeah. And instead, he cops Senator Lee from Utah. Yeah, over this." This is right in the middle of all the stuff going on in the Capitol building. He was still trying to find a way to get people to overturn the the results of the election. uh, Was on his website yesterday. I seen him talk about last night. Yep. And I read the story, and confirmed by Senator Senator Lee. During this whole thing, he's still trying to get senators to go on his side. Yep. <laughs> he he was I, 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 people. I, while he on T V uh, uh, or or doing his little video presentation that he was gonna that he accepted the results of the election and he was gonna make sure there was a uh peaceful transfer of power. While he was doing that, he was on the phone trying to talk to to uh uh, uh Mike Lee in Utah uh to hand well, over to overturn he the election. Mike he was, by told, accident. he, was, he was trying to get a hold of this Tommy uh senator turbanville of Alabama, Turboville, rather, to try right. to get him to change, you know, hold up this, uh, you know, this, this, the the process, right. But in the meantime, he refused called the wrong senator, right. <laughs> he he really felt that that he had the power to stop the election by having the uh, House and the Senate not accept the the uh, certified Electoral College votes from the states. But and the, the camp was under attack. People are getting killed. He was calling phone calls to senators trying to get them to be on his side. Yep. So if you want to read the story, go to CNN's website. Uh, I remember this part. It was confirmed yeah. by Senator Lee. So it's okay. not a bunch of BS. Well, uh, yeah. our country, hopefully in 10 more days, will be on the right path. So listen, I keep praying for you that you get stronger every day. I appreciate you. Thank you, Joe. Looking forward to talking to you next week. Thanks so much. And did I see Jason on the line? I haven't heard Jason's voice in I don't know how many months. Jason, how you doing out there?
8: Long live the revolution. <laughs> Are you hey. baby <laughs> man, I got. I had to start with that, man. In fact, I, I wrote it in the dirt on the back of my windshield because I'm tired of getting tickets for an overdue inspection, which must make me a menace to society. So, anyway, listen. If, well, who was it? Thomas Jefferson who said, "When when government fears the people, there is liberty, and when people fear the government, there is tyranny." Yep. That's what he said. Well, I gotta tell you, I don't care who did it. I don't care right, left, Republican, Democrat. You know I'm libertarian and I don't pick sides. But when I seen them storm the Capitol, that is the most proud I have been of any American in my lifetime. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because Congress has been running roughshod over the American people, both sides, Republicans and Democrats, guilty. And then when they to see them running scared with bags over their heads hiding in hallways, maybe just once they'll think of us when they're writing laws for their own self serving corrupt asses.
1: Jason, this is the part that I always have a tr- trouble with when, when we have this conversation. The people that were doing this were not people that were rising up because they were being oppressed by somebody. These were nothing more than white nationalists, white supremacists, people that had uh, a, a desire to become a part of something bigger than themselves by joining the Donald Trump faction of the planet, you know, and so on. These were not people that were fighting for the rights of citizens. If they were fighting for the rights of, for, for citizens, they'd be seeing to it that people were getting vaccinations in their arms. They would be seeing to it that people had fair opportunities uh, for employment. They would be seeing to it that when people were being kicked out of their, their jobs and uh, 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 losing their homes, not because of something that they did, but because Donald Trump's government made these pe- made these companies close. And because these companies closed and did not reopen, or did not reopen with the same number of staff that they had before they had closed, we had millions of people that end up being uh, uh, thrown out of work, couldn't pay their, uh, their, their their rent or other bills, and so on. Those are the people that were being hurt. None of those people were being helped. None of those people were being represented. None of those people were people that were even being considered by these criminals that tried to take over the capital. Of uh, the Capitol building that is just despicable this is not some this is not a game we're not talking about some ideological you know dance here we're talking about real human beings and real lives, and these people were destroying real human beings and real lives, and they were doing it for malicious personal petty punk reasons and th- to, to, to join that as if this is you know i 'm just celebrating somebody's ideological libertarian position that's not what was on the table here. You got to be able to see that you got to stop saying things like that. That's what's causing this nonsense to continue to spread in this country in the first place. You got to let that go. There are some things that are just right and these people were not doing right, they were doing wrong and that could not be tolerated. <laughs> Well, I didn't swear, so I guess that. that... <laughs> okay, let me grab other John. Other John, how you doing out there? I'm sorry, I, I I ran it. I should have done that with 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 Jason. Uh, well, I... you you were absolutely right. You should have nailed him. But uh, at any rate, we we have a funny connection here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. So you keep right on going.
0: Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, any member of the mob that was inside the building is guilty of sedition. Yeah. If you take a look at 18 USC 2384 and read it, it's simple enough that Jungle Jim could understand it. But uh, these people are all
1: complicit. They're all, uh, they can all be charged with sedition. And one of the things that's very interesting is that the sergeant at arms in the Senate. Was an appointee of none other than Moscow Mitch. Uh huh. And that could, that could be one of the inside connections that they had because they certainly did have some. By the way, Moscow Mitch's real name is Addison, you know, no just kidding. for your information. I didn't know that. Yeah, Addison Mitchell. <laughs> and so and what Mitchell they should be doing is expelling uh, characters like Cruz and Holly. Uh huh because they are part of the uh, insurgency. Exactly. they acted wholeheartedly, as did 140 other uh, uh, representatives in, in the House. And, you know, the officials in Texas are calling on Ted Cruz to resign over his role in fomenting this these uh, these, these baseless conspiracies. You see, these are the things that I get really upset about. You know, uh, every time you hear these people say, that uh, there's overwhelming evidence of of fraud, you know, in the the election. You say, well, where's the overwhelming evidence? Show me an example of one thing. Well, there were some votes that were lost because it was a flood, you know, in (laughs) uh, uh, some state, you know, Virginia or some state. And then you go and you check it out and you say, well, there was no flood. There was a building uh, uh, in that city where uh, uh, some of the voting uh, tabulations take place where a pipe broke. No votes got contaminated. The, the, the water didn't get on the, uh, 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 the ballots and so on. But these are people just taking shards of things, you know, pieces of things that may be true in some respect, but they're not true in respect to uh, any misconduct with regard to the election. When they did the, uh, the retabulation in, um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in uh, Pennsylvania, they did that retabulation all the way down to a hand count, And they took the hand count, and they they compared that to the computer run uh, of the election, and they found that it was an exact match. When do you see that occur? Over five million votes, and it was an exact match. What they found with the hand count and what they found through the computer count were exactly the same, and yet these people are still running around claiming that there was some kind of of, uh, broad took place in this election they were just lying and to continue to cause all of this hell in this country on the basis of a lie that you know is a lie people should be held accountable for that they absolutely should be held accountable but what you what you have to understand is we're dealing with people that are not only ignorant but stupid
6: and mm-hmm. the combination is deadly
1: and you know willful stupidity is one of the dang, most dangerous things that can take place in the world right That's true. But anyway, that's my two cents for this week. All right. I appreciate you. Great comments. Thanks. Yeah, I just looked at this. uh, uh, Who's that? Okay, great. Uh, 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 Chris, yes.
3: Chris, how are you doing out there? I'm doing great, and I'm so glad that you sound so much better this week. I I feel so much better, Chris. I know I sound like I have more energy than I had last week. (laughs) I have a question about impeachment. Uh If they run out of time, can they still impeach him and convict him and prevent him from running again?
1: They can. There's nothing that says that because uh, President uh, 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 Trump's term ended, if an impeachment proceeding was already underway, they could continue uh, uh, on that uh, path. And if they convict him, uh, he can be prevented from running from office. Ever again, so you know these these assertions that keep being made by people that well, there's not enough time, you know, to uh, uh, convince him or convict him. The Senate's not going to vote for a uh, articles of uh, uh, impeachment or or, or vote uh, uh, to convict on the charges in the article uh, articles of uh, of uh, impeachment. Those things are are things that are being said by people that really just don't want accountability to take place. That's why they're saying that. They know good and well that uh, you can continue with the impeachment process even beyond uh, uh, January 20th and take it to its conclusion. So it
3: would be the new Senate, then, that would
1: vote on this? Right. it still has to go to the Senate because impeachment is, these are charges that are brought by the House of Representatives, so they draw up the charges, and then they argue about what the charges are, and then they they, they come down with essentially a bill of of charges against uh, whoever is being impeached. Then that goes to the Senate, and the Senate conducts a trial, so it's like a, a grand jury you know a, a, a uh, an attorney general or prosecutor uh, brings charges the, the 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 grand jury is the um, the House of Representatives, and then if the charges are, are, are affirmed that they're going that you're going to actually charge this person with these crimes, and a trial takes place, the trial is done through a jury,
3: and the jury in that trial is the Senate. So, and with so, 51 with, votes in the new Senate, they could do it. Yep, absolutely. Oh, I hope they pursue this. Absolutely, and even if they don't get the
1: vote, let's suppose that it gets to the Senate, and instead of getting uh, a 51-49 vote uh, uh, for the Articles of Impeachment, let's suppose it goes the other way. It would still put on the record all of the evidence of the uh, uh, criminal uh, conduct engaged in by Trump and any other people that that are under uh, uh, this impeachment uh, 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 charge. It would, it, would, it would put it on the record, and once it's on the record and people can see it, then it makes it very difficult for the next person to come along and engage in that kind of behavior and get away with it, because now you've got a record of showing what, is, what would actually be uh, something that a person could get convicted on and what wouldn't. And it would, I think, uh, be a very restraining uh, precedent on uh, future elected officials who may engage in the same kind of behavior that Donald Trump is engaged in. Well, let's hope this happens. I do, too. I do, too, because it grieves my heart. I mean, I'm an older guy, and I, I, I just tell my daughter, you know, the day before yesterday that I'm so sorry that, that she had to live
3: to see something like this. This should never have taken place in this country. Oh, exactly, right. And now they're trying to blame it on Antifa.
1: Yeah, That was in that... The, 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 I wanted to talk about that a little bit. That that's the the latest wrinkle. You know, let's say that uh, uh, Antifa in, infiltrated the uh, protesters, and they were the ones that were you know, turning over desks and stealing things. Just more lies. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So thank you so so much, Chris. I appreciate you. Hope to talk to you next week. Kevin Pendleton. All right, let's grab Kevin in real quick. And Pendleton, Kevin, how you doing out
6: there? Hey, man, I hope you're, you sound a lot better, and I'm glad everything is I good. I feel a and lot better. I twice. appreciate and, yeah. you. Hey, you know, you know Nathan, uh, well, you know where I stand as far as either left or right. You know, left-wing violence, right-wing violence, there's no place for that whatsoever. And the thing about it is, you know, I look and I see that, uh, look, when during the, uh, the, 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 the um you know, Antifa riots and stuff like that, mostly, condemned by Republicans, but then I see here, when it comes home to them, then I'm seeing both Democrats and Republicans condemning this, which we didn't have one voice when it was happening, you know, before this situation. George Washington said it best when he said, beware of political parties. And I think that out of all of this, I am hoping that at least that we will get all Americans you know, getting out of all this negative and this this really bad situation before it gets really worse, I hope that other Americans now will be able to have their voices heard and have themselves involved in really running this country besides these two entities. I'm sorry. I, I'm willing to
1: hear what, what you're saying, Kevin, but I just don't want to uh, continue to allow it to be put forward that the ideation that these people that engaged in this misconduct on, uh, it, 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 uh, in Washington, that these were people whose voices had not been heard. That's the absolute... No, 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 no. No, no, no. I, didn't say well, I just want to make sure that that's clear for people. When you say <laughs> people's voices haven't been heard, it implies that these criminals were the voices that have not been heard. Oh, their no, no, voices no, no. are heard all the time. White supremacist voices are heard all of the... Never yeah. a time that their voices are not heard. Their Mm -hmm. voices are so heard that they were able to to, uh, uh, not just trespass, to assault people in the Capitol building, to tear things up in the Capitol building, and the police sat there and took selfies with those people. Don't tell me that those people's voices have not been heard. The people's voices are are not heard Mm -hmm. are the voices of the family of Jacob Blake, who was shot Mm -hmm. in the back seven times, unarmed, and the police... And the uh, uh, prosecutors said that nothing took place here, nothing mm-hmm. th- that was worth
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, 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 any charges. Let's Very be true. real clear about the things that we are signing on to. Let's yeah. not sign on to things that we really don't mean. Yeah,
6: yeah. But well, I just wanted to, yeah, but it's a fact that you just said that, yeah. All right. Sorry, man. I didn't want to take up so much of your time, but that, this, this has been a trying
1: week. So I guess we'll, we'll all get better, you know, over the course of the next few days. Thank all of you out there for listening to us and supporting us. Uh, we look forward to talking to you all next week. here and think again. Think again. Look forward to seeing you then.
0: been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.